This is sports stuff, betting stuff, Super Bowl stuff, Super 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 Bowl. We have reached we've reached the pinnacle of of some people's betting situations. <laughs> I feel like, and I don't have the information to support this, that the Super Bowl is the most bet on single event in sports. If you count in all of the prop bets and everything, I would I would say it has to be. Has to be. Has yeah. And so many people watch it too. Like so if you're not a big sports person, usually you still end up at a Super Bowl party. So you're more likely to, you know. Think about it. You've got yeah. you've got you know those personal things. You've got the Super Bowl tip boards with the squares. I was gonna say I have money in on tip multiple tip boards. Um, not counting what I'll put on just bets in the game on FanDuel. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> Fandle. We're a Fandle uh, sporting, sporting cast. We are, we are a Fandle podcast. <laughs> Not they sponsored, but... <laughs> they could. If anyone from Fandle is listening, good. Yeah. Come on. Bring it to us. <laughs> yes. Well, it's been... We didn't have one of these last week, so... Um, conference championships. Remember any bets you put down? Um, What did I put down? I bet on... The not Buccaneers. I bet on Green Bay. Yeah. And I th- I'm pretty sure I bet on the Kansas City Chiefs. But no, I definitely was Team Green Bay. I said going into it that Green Bay was my Super Bowl team. So I was a little shocked by that. Yeah, it's definitely I mean, I guess we shouldn't be shocked because it's Tom Brady, but definitely yeah. I'm definitely upset. Yes. No. Although if anybody listened to the regular podcast this week. I am in the Go Bucks train right now because Nate's a Bucks fan. I was going to so. say, Team Nate more than Team Bucks. Yeah, Team Nate. I mean, I still said Go Bucks. I've I've been on record saying yes. this, so, is what it is. Um, yeah, I had I bet on both the unders in the conference championship games, and mm-hmm. neither of those hit. I know, and usually if I'm doing something like that, sometimes I'll go like both overs. I never do both unders, and then I was like, man, I should have done that. Good this thing. time, good thing you didn't go both unders like this guy. No, I didn't muff. You've just had a rough NFL season, but there's always next year, bud. There's always next year, and there's always more money to be bet. Um, exactly. So we're gonna we're just gonna come through some of the the information on this game, some of the prop bets, some of the special prop bets. Yes. Got some special options. Super special. Um, and really looking ahead, TBD. How often yes. are we do any of these? Because I don't know. Basketball yeah. sometimes just is, is a grind of discussion, yeah. and maybe we'll just yeah. check in maybe before the conference championships, in basketball, yeah. and uh, before the the tournament, obviously. Yeah, it's really hard to bet on uh, regular season basketball for me. I like betting the over over unders, but it's just I mean, basketball with so many games, it's the same thing I've said before with like hockey and baseball and stuff. There's so much more variability than getting to study all week and make a decision on a game. It's like so day to day. But yeah, no, definitely once you get to conference championship, though, then then the my betting ramps back up pretty severely. We've already talked about your March Madness commitment. So I just wanted to throw that back out there in case anyone oh. forgot. In case anybody forgot, it's a commitment for, you know, 32 plus 
two, so thirty-four games in the in the opening and first rounds. Yes. Sixteen in round two. Just mm-hmm. keep everybody in the number here. That's fifty plus eight. Eight. Fifty-eight plus four. Yep. Sixty-two. Plus one. Sixty-three. Sixty-three big old bets that are going to go in during. <laughs> Yes. Now, now you never committed to big old bets. So they're, they're big, they're, they're 63 bets. They will not be big yes. old bets. I was going to say, I would not call them big old bets because now you're really, we'll as a friend, keep them, I feel like at this point yeah. I have to step in. Yeah, that, <laughs> no, as, as, as a friend, as a person, it's probably a good time. Uh, <laughs> now, they will probably be single unit bets for me, which is typically yeah. in that $5 range. Yeah, that's, yeah. Keep it that's fair. But, Neither here nor there. Today, we're here to talk about the Super Bowl. So, the line is three, and the over-under is 55 and a half, if we're going to look at the traditional bets. Yeah. Yeah. We should probably start there. We should probably start there, and then we'll devolve. Yes, exactly. (laughs) It'll devolve quickly. um, Big things to think about here. One, it's Tom Brady and Super Bowl. Yes. I, I, as much as I hate to say it, it's Tom Brady Super Bowl. Yes. Um, it's Tom Brady at Super Bowl in a home game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which so, I have a lot of feeling. I've had a lot of people discuss this, and I, this is a sidebar. This has nothing to do with the lines. But someone brought up, should you be able to play a home Super Bowl game? So, yes, obviously you can't control who ends up in the Super Bowl, but should the location move? And I don't think it should because, yes, it is an unfair advantage. But can you imagine how much prep goes into Tampa Bay being the Super Bowl location? So you don't know until two weeks before. And, like, the commerce that that takes away from the city that's been, like, prepared for the Super Bowl and all the planning that's gone into it, I don't think you could do that. I think it's just luck in the draw. So yeah, I can't it's, it's, it's like taking away the Olympics from the host city. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Like, There's always going to be a home team. And, yeah. you know, uh, I think that that just opens a whole can of worms. I think it was just luck of the draw. Good job. You did it on a year that it was for you. It's also Tom Brady. So I'm not sure that he didn't cheat, but again, could possibly be discussed at a further point, but. TBD. We'll find out later if there was any nefarious behavior involved. Um, yeah. Then with that, I mean, I agree. It's, it is what it is. You said it and the likelihood of a team making the Super Bowl. The home team making a Super Bowl mm-hmm. is, is so, so one in thirty-two. It's one in thirty-two, but is it really one in thirty-two? Like it's bad. if How, it was good, if, if yeah, if it was going to be in New York this year, was it really one in thirty-two? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, then you break down the statistical analysis, and you don't get a full point for everyone. And how you know what's your actual chance of making the Super Bowl multiplied by whatever? And who actually gets someone smarter to the Super than us. Bowl? Oh, very much more than this. Who gets tickets to the Super Bowl? Is it the home fans? Like, let's That's be real. Can they? Can everybody that would want to go afford to go? It is. It is a yeah, high ticket well, item. Exactly, especially with a smaller crowd. Which I'm not gonna lie, I don't know the exact um, like numbers that they're letting in and all that. But then you think, how many people don't want to risk traveling? So is it just a stadium full of Tampa Bay fans? But I think there should be the opera. I do say that this year, because of the, or any year, I guess, really, there should be equal opportunity for fans that would want to travel to the Super Bowl with their team 
to have that. I don't think they should be able to be just bought up by the Tampa Bay. But like you said, it's way more expensive than going to a Tampa Bay home game. So again, money so you're, talks. You're, you're proposing something like college football where they give like yeah. tickets to the other team. Yeah, to make sure, like, here's uh, here's like enough tickets set aside for the home team. Here's enough tied tickets set away for the away team, and then their middle ground where they can, you know, mix and mingle. But I think there has to, there would have to be some kind of like line where, like, okay, you can't pack the stadium. Like, you have to let other fans in. Jets versus Sharks. Is that what we're doing here? Yes, precisely. I was working my theater degree into. Uh, yes, there you go. Nice snapping. Well, I, there was dance. Unfortunately, usually they get to see you perform and a singing, but I just saw dancing. Unfortunately, you all don't have the pleasure of seeing that the Zoom call. Don't don't have the pleasure. I, I was I was a participant in a West Side Story rendition once. Fancy. Were you a jack or a shark? I was neither. I was the law. Oh, okay. That's a good <laughs> was, one for it. It was a combination law character of Officer Krupke, Krupke and Lieutenant Chank. Yeah. So nice. I combined those just for me. Really, just for me because somebody pulled out. But what are you gonna do? <laughs> um, yeah, made it work. But back to back to the matter <laughs> hand. Yes. The Super Bowl. The lines and the over under. Lines and the over under. So, um, we talked about this right before we got on here. Something of interest that could have greatly influenced this game. Um, the Chiefs apparently their barber uh, tested positive for COVID. In the middle of giving a haircut to one of the offensive linemen for Kansas City, and that that man has to be, I think, isolated or in quarantine for the next couple of days. Um, so that's exciting. And there were 20 people that were lined up to get haircuts that day, I believe, including Patrick Mahomes. So if we're looking for it's a good. conspiracy here. Old Tommy Brady took his deflated balls. Down to Tampa and is <laughs> is incorporating uh, you know, some new tactics into the into the regime. Yep. Two two two. We've caught him cheating twice now. One by having the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, and two by the barber playing the barber. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, I'd just like to say this isn't slander or libel because we are admitting openly that we have no factual basis whatsoever <laughs> to support our opinionated conspiracy theories that's why it's conspiracy because we're just we're just saying it people run with it yeah if you you know anonymous tips call us um if that if that had happened and patrick Holmes wasn't able to play what would the world do with the super bowl i think that barbara would have like 24 hours left to live and someone would have taken them out yeah it's like it would have been scary a good thing that he I, be, I mean, I, I assume it's a, I think it's a he, I think I saw a pronoun used. Yeah. Um, good thing that he was in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Anywhere else <laughs> might be protected very much there. Yeah. Um, so plus three, minus three, Chiefs minus three, Bucks plus three, forced choice. Not saying that these are the bets we're going to make, but if you had to choose on that line, what would you choose? If I had to choose on that line, I'd take Chiefs minus three. I'm going to have to I'm gonna agree and say I, I would choose to take Chiefs minus three, but they've also been terrible at covering this year. Yeah. No, if I was going to take um, the Bucks, I think I'd just go Bucks money line. Right. Yeah. Field goal. I mean, is there a high likelihood this game will be decided by three points? Yeah. But yeah. Then, okay, we just get the push. 
but yeah, pushes exactly. pushes are no fun. No, get bigger. Uh, yeah. I'm with you. Chiefs minus three. Um, Fifty five and a half is the over under. Oh, that's it. I want to say over because of the you know just teams, but it's a high number. It's a high cool. number. I, I have to go with the under again, personally. Yeah. Because it worked out so well for you last time. I understand where you would. (laughs) Sometimes you just got to jump right back on that horse, see what happens. I would like to know, I I didn't think about this until just now. I'll go back and look at what the totals were for, you know, all the Super Bowls um, to compare, you know, because. Does that matter? Yeah, I feel like it it would influence me, (laughs) me personally. Because, you know, do they, do we say, okay, there's two high-powered offenses so either they score a lot or is it because it's such a big game defenses show up and i don't know i'd like to see what the trend was so like do the team like the trend of the over-under sitting it probably has no bearing whatsoever on this game but it's it a good thought better about making and a choice I, and that's all that matters is, is exactly. that you feel confident when you laid that laid down that money exactly well regardless i think i'm sticking with my over it's more fun to root for the over I agree. I agree. But I'm still going to go for the under. But defense Probably. wins championships. Mm, yeah, but so does Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, let's let's go through some some prop bets here. Okay. Just because. We'll do some real basic ones. Let's do passing yards over under for Mahomes and Brady. Mm, yeah. Um, let's see. Over Mahomes. These are set high. Uh, Mahomes, <laughs> Mahomes over under set at three twenty nine and a half passing yards. That's one. That's one screen pass to Tyree Kill takes up a third of that though. If he say you're on like the ten yard line, you do a little screen pass, he makes a move, busts downfield. That's like ninety yards of a chunk. That's true. Tyree Kill is Nate's key to stopping. Yeah. Chiefs this week. That was his key that he talked about. Yeah, you got to stop Tyreek. I mean, how many? He had 200 yards in like the first quarter. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Which um, is over half of that yardage, but it not. It's not. It's a new game. Starting from scratch. So you're going Mahomes over. Yep. Over 329 and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why I'm on an under kick. I'm gonna go under. <laughs> Life's too short to bet the under. It is. Listen, I know. It's not and fun I, to root for. And I need the shirt. You do <laughs> need my, the shirt. For my own personal, just to look at it and be like, no, you idiot. Yes. Get you over. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady passing yards are at 296 and a half. I think I'd take the over there, too. I think they both throw for at least three. I'm going to go over on Brady. I'm gonna okay, so you. you've gotten some sense in you now. A little bit. Now let's do. Give me, give me. We're gonna do this playoff, Lenny, Leonard Fournette, oh, over yes. under forty-eight and a half rushing yards. Over. I agree. I think he's. Yeah, that's that's pretty low. I thought we at least in the sixties. I don't think people people have caught on to playoff Lenny and how this is gonna work yeah, out. Yeah. We just assume that it's gonna I be guess. a Brady I mean, show. Who do they think Ronald Jones. I mean. I mean, I know there's a couple other. I don't know. I don't even think Ronald. I mean, I'm sure he has a playing because he was kind kind of like banged up a little bit. But I don't know. Playoff Lenny over. I, if I would have probably taken the over, even if it was at 65 and a half, you know, I don't. To me, that crushes. That yeah. slaps. <laughs> we're we're a, a, a current current and relevant podcast using some yes. of these terms. 
Someone um, used that word at the hospital the other day. I was like, I have to incorporate that more. In the hospital environment? I don't know if it I don't know if it plays there so much. <laughs> oh, someone finally had a bowel movement. That slaps. That slaps. <laughs> They're like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> no, not not literally. <laughs> not literally. Stop. Don't hit me. Um <laughs> So I'm going to ask you to pick a wide receiver, a, a receiver. It doesn't have to be wide. It could be a tight end from each team that we want to talk about their over under receiving yards total. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Guess. I need a guess here. What do you guess? Seven, 79 and a half. 98 and a half. Oh, Wow. Yeah, that's probably going to go an under. That would probably be an under for me. I, I've got to guess that this is the first time a tight end has had that high of an over-under. In oh, that has to. I mean, that's why, I, like, honestly, I mean, like, it makes sense, I guess. But I thought I was going high at 79 and a half, to be honest. Well, you know, if if Nate holds true here, because Tyreek Hill's over-under is set at 94 and a half. Yeah. I've got to think that. Nate's Nate's on to something here, and everyone assumes that the Bucks are going to key on Tyreek Hill, and that's going to leave Kelsey. And dump to Kelsey, yeah. That, and just in sheer volume, he's just going to accumulate yards. That Yeah, that that's very plausible. How about from the Bucks? Receiver Scotty receiver. Miller. Ooh, I, to, I picked a... To get into the... Uh... <laughs> mm-hmm. It wasn't on the opening. It wasn't on the front page. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I tried to get too eclectic. I should have just Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. No, I like the Scotty Miller play better. <laughs> to, to, I do, too. It's more, fun to, it's more fun. Old Scotty. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. I have had a taken a weird liking to Scotty Miller. I think he doesn't get enough. Uh, I mean, he well, I mean, it makes sense because he has, like I said, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. You got some good people around him. Antonio Brown. Maybe de-emphasize good. <laughs> yeah, I know that was my noise. Though. Um, Scotty Miller, twenty and a half. Oh, over. He's got one big ball. He just needs one catch. I'm, yeah. The way he runs routes, he needs one catch. That's what I, that's what I mean. Antonio what? Brown set at 41 and a half. I'm not, first of all, I don't condone Antonio Brown as a human being. I mean, not, I shouldn't say that. I'm oh, not wow. like heartless. <laughs> that, that was more, I mean, as a football player. How about that? That's what I meant to say. I will not be including Antonio Brown in any of my parlays. As a <laughs> Steeler fan, I am still salty. Yeah. I think yeah, he's a Got Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown. Who else yeah. is in this game? There's at least one other. Uh, uh, well, at least those two. Well, I think they're both little B words. Arch. Yeah. Arch, arch words. Yeah. Arch. I know. Not playing around. Not playing around at all. Okay, so there's some thoughts there. Um, what do you want to get into next? You want to get into touchdown props? Or you want to go straight into the fun ones? Um. We'll do one touchdown prop from each team. Two score. Okay, if you have to pick a two score, one player from each team. Okay. Who do you pick? One player from each team, two scores. I'm going to pick Chris Godwin for the Bucks. Yeah. 
And for the Chiefs, I'm going to choose CEH, Edward Hilaire. That's a bold one. I like it, though. I just have a feeling that the running game is going to is going to have to come into play this week. Yeah. For the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I agree with your Chris Godwin take on the Buccaneers. I like that one. I think the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey. I mean, it's, a, it's the safe bet. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't disagree with it. <laughs> yeah, I went exactly. out on a limb. I went out on a limb. Usually. Yeah, yours, yours would have bigger odds, I'm sure. I don't even know what those odds are. I don't even know if we can find those. I'm sure we can. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Moving to the fun. The fun props. Okay. There's two here that are definitely going to be fun. All right. Heads, tails. Tails never fails. I've already said this on record. I know you did. Tails. I'm with the tails. But one time someone like got in my head. So I always went with like, you know, tails never fails. And when I was captain, someone got in my head and they said tails always fails. Look at this. Coin toss call. What is this? What are they going to call? There's a coin toss result, heads or tails, minus mm-hmm. one or three odds. Coin toss result, correct, incorrect. You can you can vote on if the team that calls Heads or tails is correct. Are they right or wrong? Yeah. Huh. Um, there's a coin toss winner wins game prop. And then there, is, there are props on to win the coin toss and the game. See, whenever whenever my team loses the coin toss, I always convince myself, like, yeah, that's the only thing the other team's going to win. And then I hate myself up. It's so a, it's, a, it's a mental thing. Yeah. Right. Next, the color of Gatorade shower on the winning coach. All right, you're first on this one. Well, I have. I'm looking at the odds, but I'm going to provide the options. Okay. Orange. Okay. Red Orange. slash pink. Red slash pink. Clear slash water, in case Clear water slash. is the is the bath. Yellow green lime. Like okay. yellow slash green slash lime. Yes. Blue and yes. Pur- purple. 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 I'm going to go with red slash pink. Okay. I'm going blue. Blue. If you were getting a Gatorade bath, what would you want? If I was receiving the Gatorade bath? Yeah. Uh, clear slash water. I was going to say I would want water because it's way yeah. less sticky. And my <laughs> least favorite one would be red because I feel like I'd look like someone murdered me. So, Well, the good news is, is that both these coaches will have some semblance of red in their getup. I would that imagine. is true. That is true. Maybe it's best than if Andy Reid gets it. If it's red, it'll just blend right into his cheeks and his just be Kool-Aid. shirt. Yeah. Andy Reid is the Kool-Aid man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Busted in through people's houses. <laughs> oh yeah, that cheeseburger. Right here. Well, that should be the prop. If if the Chiefs win, does Andy Reid get asked or talk about or say the word cheeseburger? Does he get asked a question about cheeseburger? That would be, yeah, that would be a good prop. But he could. Would... But that, I think that's when he. Well, I I don't know. Do you think that? Here's a question. Do you think that NFL players look at these things ahead of time? So do you think they look and be like, okay, like 
people are going to win more money if I call heads. So I'll call heads. Or like people are going to win more money if we use blue Gatorade. So let's make sure we have blue Gatorade ready. I feel like we're, we're like going into Pete Rose territory with this. I know. And I also, <laughs> I, I think there's some like integrity statement that they have to sign off on by being yeah, a player <laughs> that probably doesn't allow them to manipulate. That's um, the problem. You're, and that's why I always say, I don't believe in conspiracy theories because someone will always tell. So if they made some kind of pact, like let's use purple because that's the highest odds, someone would leak that they used purple because it was the highest odds. And it would be a big deal. Well, yeah. And you, there would be some irregularity in the betting somewhere. Yes. So like the person or persons they leaked into would like bet a huge amount on purple and then it would pay off and people are like, wait. Yeah. Why? They'd be able to Why'd tie you back. Do that? You know? Exactly. <laughs> yes. And they'd like purge from records and would be. Exactly. One of the secretaries at work today told me that Patrick Mahomes was her boyfriend. Um, so maybe I'll have her talk to him about seeing what we can do about getting a purple Gatorade bath and put some money down. Yeah, make sure he doesn't get his haircut. Um, <laughs> stay away. <laughs> I bet I bet anybody that didn't get their haircut at this point is the team's probably like, no. Nope. You're, you're out of luck now. <laughs> Here's a bubble saying it. Don't leave. <laughs> we're not going to take this chance. <laughs> uh, um, there's, a, there's one. See, there's not a lot of other fun ones. That's the problem. Yeah. If you were making a fun prop bet, That's what would yours be? Other than you, you had the cheeseburger one, which was a good one. Cheeseburger. Cheeseburgers would be fun. Um, how many were, well, the, it's not on, FanDuel doesn't have it yet, the length of the national anthem. That's a okay, traditional yeah, that's one a that you one. see. I'm not, that's not the one I'm going to go with, though. The amount, the number of words in the pre and post halftime responses from each coach. Oh, that's a good one. In their responses. So I wouldn't like, have thought of that. How many words do they use to respond to whoever's asking the questions? Like, I don't know who it is. Probably like Lisa Salters or somebody on the side. Yeah. Um, I would be interested in that. That would just be fun because you you have no idea what the question is. So how are you going to know how they're going to respond? Exactly, yeah. And if somebody like Bill off, Belichick, no. it'd be like under 10. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Regardless <laughs> of questioning. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't need to know the question under 10. But like when coaches are fired up and things are going well, they might be more apt to be talking. If not, they might just be like, yeah, yeah, we got to work harder. We got to play harder. You don't know. That's a good one, Muff. I'm impressed. I was thinking something related to commercials. But like how many, well, like I know you guys talked about this a little bit with who has contracts and who doesn't. And I didn't know that was a thing until I listened. So I don't really know. But yeah, I would do like, you know, most, I don't know. I don't know how I would incorporate commercials, but I feel like somehow I would want to do something like that or something with a halftime show. Like, is there a wardrobe malfunction? Yes or no. This is the weekend, right? Yeah. No, it's, it's, no, it's, it's, uh, it's Wednesday month, not the weekend. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know what's going on, the musician, the weekend, is it a group? Is yes. he just, is it just him? He's a I think he's just one musician. Okay. I wasn't sure. Um, he is the halftime show. Will there be another guest star appear? How many guest stars? I feel How like there's got to be somebody. Star? Yeah. Oh, there always is. The question I have is, has The weekend got some more plastic surgery? Because... Is there fake fans going to be there because of COVID? 
you know how they like stage the fans to be down in the pit are they gonna have be cutouts on? they've cut outs <laughs> yeah yeah is 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 the weekend gonna be for performing to cut outs on the field that ah. someone and they have them on like a hydraulic thing so it like wiggles so it looks like they're bouncing up and down and like that would man. be amazing. I feel like if you did something like that, you would have to make it so cheesy that people laughed about it. Like you have yeah. to go into knowing that, like, let's make it funny. But here's a question: How many? Okay, oh, nope. You uh, my my commercial one I came up with. How many commercials mention the pandemic? That is a good one. Ooh. What would you put that? What would you set that over under? How well you think? How many commercial breaks there are, and you have three or four per thing. I'd say over under seven. Seven? There's probably what, like between 25 and 30 commercials overall? That's what I was thinking. So I was like a third of them. I think it's yeah. reasonable to say. I would go over on that. I would say the over. Yeah, I would too. Because even if it's a, a, a quick, a quick, yeah, a quick mention, people wearing masks. Right. Yeah. What was your, what was your statement going to be? Well, it's a good thing I don't remember. Um, yeah, what were we court. talking about? Uh, well, <laughs> um, I don't know. People in the pit. I think it had something to do with the fans. Fans are people in the pit, but it wasn't, uh, uh didn't stick with me. Not that important. Yeah. Um, let's see any other, any other cool things we want to look at here? Yeah. We've covered that pretty well. Well, <clears throat> oh, I know what it was. Oh, Nickel Nickelodeon. Should Nickelodeon look to next year to do a Super Bowl alternate broadcast? Huh. I think that they would have to do a couple games throughout the year and base it on ratings. That's a good call. Because that's going to be an expensive contract. And if you do like every, you know, you know, do like three or four games throughout the year and see what the ratings are. And if it's like, yeah, a bunch of families are really getting into it and watching it, then I'm like, yeah, okay, I do one. But if, or do they just do like, um, do like the AFC and NFC championships? Or one of them, like, yeah, like Nickelodeon contracts with like the AFC. Yeah. And they do, they do one game a week and contract to do the AFC championship game kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know if I could see them doing the Super Bowl. I think that'd be too much. Other sports that Nickelodeon could do. I was listening to something and they were talking about hockey and thought that hockey. Would I was be just really gonna cool. say hockey. I think that you could do some stuff with hockey that would be fun because they could make the ice look like slime yeah, or slime. lava or something. Yeah, something cool. Yeah, and like when there's fights, I think you can have a lot of like anime, like graphic animation, like pow, whap. That would be the best. This power, yeah, <laughs> yes. That's in my mind what I see. Thought bubbles of people on the bench when they should be like when the someone bench. when someone gets hit, like put like birds around their head. Yeah. There could also be a lot of issues with blood. I think Nickelodeon hire us. I I would love to say that we could add value to their organization and their company, but I feel like they've got a lot of people with better minds than us thinking about this stuff. Yes, probably much more sane minds and much more appropriate minds. <laughs> Well, I think that uh, I don't know what just happened there on you, but uh, I just tipped my um, my phone zoom over really hard onto the ground. But we're back. We're back. <laughs> well, 
Anything else we want to talk about on the Super Bowl? Do we want do we want to put an over under on the national like the national anthem? Uh yes. 63 uh, seconds. Minute three. I was definitely in that minute range. I wouldn't I'm gonna go I'm gonna go over 63. <gasps> over 63. What would your line be if you said it? If I said it, it was gonna be higher than yours. I was gonna think like probably 68, 68 to a minute 10 is where I was thinking. I know. Now I just was like going to try to sing it in my head, but I realized the like a minute and whatever of silence would not be appropriate for podcasting. Yeah, I, I want to say that I've seen this line before and it's, it typically ranges in that under, just under a minute to just over a minute. Yeah. As I recall. Yeah. Huh. So I would go, what would you, you know do? Are you singing the national anthem this year? I would have gone over 63, under 68, I think. Over 63, under 68. We're going to do a little live live look-see here. National Anthem Super Bowl 2021. Um, Eric Church and Jasmine Sullivan. I don't think I know who Jasmine Sullivan is. I know who Eric Church is, obviously. Yeah. I like him. Jasmine Sullivan. Um, hmm. Interesting. They're both Grammy Award nominated artists. <laughs> um, 12 Grammy nominations for Sullivan. I think a duet speeds it up. It should. Because there's not so much like look at me <laughs> right you're not going to elongate as much but you got to think Zarek Church can be playing the guitar yeah but you can't there's going to be can't. a little musical interlude there well and you can't oh Oof. yeah but do, you can't do a little you can't improv you can't improv when you're in a duet you know what I mean so you can't be like oh they're vibing like I'm going to hold this note out a little longer well uh, you've got to think you can improv a little bit if if the other artist if the other artist knows where you're going to do a little bit of okay they've got yeah. two or three bars to jam out and come yeah I think the music it. the guitar could kill it the, yeah. the guitar do you start from the first note so does he play a little inter like like a uh, not interlude but a little pre whatever and getting yeah. into it and does I, that count I, I've got to think that from the start of the music I think it counts I think it's got to start as soon as a note is hit. Well, that pushes me to the. I think I might. You might have talked me into an over. And I don't know if this Jasmine Sullivan. What I don't know if she plays an instrument either. It didn't. Look, I saw a quick picture. It didn't. It looked like she was a vocalist. Yes. But you never know. I know. I don't know. Something to ponder. This is something to think about. Well, if anybody listens to this before Sunday, let us know your thoughts on any of these prop bets. Yep. About time, yep. about time to wrap it up here. Yeah. I think it is. I think it is. I think we covered the Super Bowl pretty in depth. All right, Alex. If the Super Bowl goes on without a hitch, if no more barbers contract <laughs> COVID before Sunday, if playoff Lenny goes over, if Patty Pat Mahomes somehow goes over his 329 and a half <laughs> mark if the purple gatorade shower or blue gatorade shower yes happens and if anybody knows any inside information on any of these prop bets to let us know what are we going to have alex 
a good, good night. Do my last visit. Pockets fat like they pregnant and about to have triplets. All that-